When you look at your work schedule, do you groan at the number of meetings you have? Embrace yourself for those that are going to run over because of off-topic conversations. I'm Lisa Courtney Lloyd, and you're listening to the Peaks and Valleys podcast, where we talk about the challenges of running a seasonal business. Although our interview guests run agribusinesses, these discussions will be applicable to any small and mid-sized business. Today's guest is Greg Scott Nicky, president of Market Maker, and someone who hasn't looked back since using EOS, a set of simple concepts and practical tools that help business owners focus on what is really important for a company to be successful. Hello, Greg, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Lisa. So full transparency, Greg and I work together. Greg is the president of Market Maker. And to add context to this conversation, I'm just going to do a small plug for Market Maker. Um, we are an investor, a majority investor in agribusinesses. So we're building a portfolio of agribusinesses. And currently we have four in our uh, group of companies. So Greg and I have worked together a long time. And for as long as I can remember, albeit some days that's not so long. <laughs> um, uh, when we talk about priorities, Greg has referred to an analogy with pebbles and sand. Can you share with us that analogy, Greg? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm not sure where I first heard this, but I, I think it was it's a story of a university professor with his first year students in class. Um, and if everybody can think back to that being in class, lots of people and and uh, he basically had in front of him a, a bucket and he had some big rocks and he had some pebbles and he had some sand and he had a beer. And uh, and he said to the class, you know, how can we get all these things in here? And and um, and the, the, the idea was, well, let's OK, let's start with the big stuff. So we put the, the big rocks in and he said, you know, is this full? And, and, and the class said, no, 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 you could you could get more stuff in there. So they takes the pebbles and he puts them in and he shakes the, the, the bucket and they sort of move around in some of the gaps. And he's like, is it full? And they're like, no, no, you could probably get some sand in. So they take the sand and put it in, shake it around and moves into all the crevices. And, and finally, he's like, you know, is it full? Can, and they're like, well, no, it's it's a beer. You could fit that in. So he pours the beer in. And of course, the question is, well, what's the analogy here? And and so he says to them, so this is your time. You have only so much time. That's the bucket. And the question is, can you fit all of these things in? And it's really about the, the order that you put them in. So the big rocks are the really important things. And for that would be, you know, family and and your health and making and, and important, important things like that. Um, and then the pebbles. And, and if I think about this at work, it would be, you know, the big things are the big priorities. Um, you know, the pebbles are sort of the day to day things that that, you know, if you've gotten the big things in and you take care of those, the pebbles you can always kind of find time for. Um, and, and the sand represents, you know, the people that come and bother you all the time or the things that, you know, drive you nuts or <clears throat> problems. Um, and, and those will always get worked out as well. And then, of course, the question is, well, what's the beer? And, and he says, no matter what, no matter how you fill this thing up, and if you do it right, wrong, there's always time for a beer with a friend. And so the idea here is if you apply this to work, it's really about how do you um, make sure the priorities get done. And because if you do it in the reverse order, you put the sand in and the pebbles and try to get the rocks in, it's not going to fit. And so it's all about prioritizing. Right. So that I, I love that analogy and I always have remembered it. And um, a couple of years ago, you um, 
introduced a book to us called Traction, which um, we all embraced right away because I think it's fair to say it does help us uh, make sure that we work are working on those big priorities uh, mm -hmm. first to get them done. So can you tell us um, a little bit about Traction? And in it, they talk about an entrepreneurial operating system or EOS, as we call it. Um, so two questions, really. What is it from your perspective as a president and why is it important? So, um, yeah, uh, EOS, entrepreneurial operating system, I uh, came across it uh, a couple of years ago. It it's effectively a way of providing or putting sort of rigor and discipline into the management of the company. Um, and, and it's something that I had always been missing or had tried to put my own systems in place, but it never it never fully covered off everything. And the EOS um, is really this system that looks at I'm going to say sort of six really important areas uh, of that a business of a business that you have to worry about. And it takes all of those things and it connects them and it makes a, creates a common language for people in the business to to talk with uh, and and eliminates, you know, confusion. It gets everyone aligned um, it, and it's to me. So once you eliminate sort of all of this drag of confusion and things like that, you 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 get the everyone pointed in the same direction. That's where things really the magic really happens. Um, and, and those six things, you know, you might wonder what they are. Well, Every business really needs a vision. Sorry, you can survive without these things because many businesses do, but the ones that thrive and do really well are the ones that have them. So, you know, vision. Uh, do you actually know where you're going or what you're trying to get done? Pretty basic. Um, do you have the right people? So do people in the job, do they want it, the job? <clears throat> do they get it? Do they understand what they're supposed to do? And, you know, do they have the capacity and capability to do it? Um, Data, and this is where I think a lot of companies fall down. They don't, um, or at least ones that I used to to run, um, we didn't really monitor the data that we really needed to. So that's another important part. Um, process, do you actually have, like the most common and most important processes, do you actually have them down pat, like a proven process or a way of doing things? Um, and then the last two, issues and issues management, like how do you tackle issues and, and do you get them solved? Um, and then traction, which is really the idea that you're able to, to prioritize what the company needs to do and, and actually advance it. So you really move the company forward as opposed to, you know, a lot of companies and ones that I've been involved in, we create a strategic plan and, you know, four years later, we're still in the same spot or not much has advanced. Um, so that, that to me, to me, it's like, it's cut away a lot of the confusion, uh, gives everyone a common language and uh, an ability to, and a, and a way of doing business, uh, of managing the business. That's just really, I mean, it really has, it sort of launched us way further ahead than where we would have been right now without it. Right. And I should mention, like, we're a small company. Um, we're under 10 people. And yeah. we have, as I mentioned earlier, the a number of companies who work within our portfolio. Can you give us a little bit of insight until un, to how EOS supports um, us understanding what the companies are doing? And then I guess for companies that aren't the same structure as us, it would be similar to having departments underneath you. Exactly. So, you know, if if you're just one person and dealing with, you know, one company or one, one other person, you know, you don't need a system. You're just talking back and forth to each other. But when you add two, you know, the number of conversations have gone now from, you know, one between two people to now three conversations. And if you add another person, all of a sudden, you know, everything is going up exponentially. You've got eight conversations going on now. So 
what EOS does is it allows us to actually scale. Um, and so what we've done is we've said, listen, the only way that we can actually build this portfolio and add more and more companies is to have a system that we can all talk with and, and understand the same language. So we've implemented EOS in each of these companies. And what it allows is, um, and, and we just saw it recently, we, we, you know, each of the companies presented their budgets and, and their, um, their plans, annual plans. And, you know, we, we saw a consistency of each company and how they're talking about things. And, and uh, it allows us really to scale and, and do more things because everything, all the information is coming to us in a consistent way. And you don't have to decipher what's going on and, and think about, you know, what are they saying or what do they mean? You know, and, and you're getting all the information. That's the other part is that you're not getting, there, there are parts that aren't missing uh, because everyone's following a consistent approach. So it's it's really like putting in this backbone system where, you know, that it's a bit of paint by numbers, I've got to be honest, uh, but it allows for creativity in, in other ways. So, uh, you know, for those who don't, if, if, if you believe that you need a structure to, to be successful, and I think every business needs structure, uh, you know, this is one way of doing it. Yes. And I, I can second that. And as somebody, I mean, I've been in the business for, well, almost 30 years. <laughs> and so you think you know how to do it. And when you introduce this system, part of me was like, mm, is there anything wrong with what I'm doing? And and I think the beauty is in its simplicity and the amount of time that it has saved, not just on, like you said, meetings, but the prioritization has freed up space in your brain because you're not thinking about things that you don't need to think about six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months down the road. You park them in this well, we use 90 as a, a digital template for us, and yeah. we know we'll get to those. And so for now, let's focus on what's the priority in the next quarter. So it's a great one. I want to add one more um, complexity, um, how this system helps us. And that's a complexity that we see, again, in our portfolio because we're dealing with seasonal businesses. So what I mean by that is, you know, there's uh, uh, points throughout the year where the teams are really, really busy, and then it slows down a bit. So in your uh, experience, how has this system helped those types of companies? Yeah, there's uh, there's a tendency when you're without a system that as, um, as the workload grows because you're in the, you know, the busiest part of the year, the season, uh, there's a tendency if you don't have a system that, you know what, okay, we'll we'll push off this meeting, we won't do this, we won't do that. And what EOS does is it actually uh, still provides guardrails. You can, you can reduce the amount of time in the meetings and things like that, but you're still making sure that all of the key things that are needed to advance the business still happen. And so, um, you, you can flex the system uh, appropriately for based on, you know, how busy people are, but it ensures that those priorities never disappear. They may get delayed, but they don't. They're always there. Um, the, the, and, and because of the, the methodology, like the, the, the standard, we call it an L10 meeting, a level 10 meeting, which is uh, sort of the management meeting, you know, the, the format's the same. You can condense it to an hour, you can condense it to 30 minutes, but you're always this consistent approach to how you're doing managing the business is always there. And so I, I think seasonal businesses, you know, instead of not having meetings and not doing things, just cut them down, but you still get all the things done that are important. Thanks. 
So I know we can go on and on because we love this system and use it and have seen yeah. such great results. But uh, for sake of everybody's time, I think what I'll do is I will flash up the book um, and also um, the consultant who we have worked with, who's an expert in this, uh, Scott Morin. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyone listening to this can um, check it out themselves. So thank you very much, Greg. Oh, thank you. That was great. You've been listening to Peaks and Valleys, the podcast on seasonal business. Peaks and Valleys is presented by MarketMaker Agriculture, a long-term hold private equity company that invests in agribusinesses across North America that have seasonal cash flows. For more information about MarketMaker or suggestions for a topic or guest, contact seasonal at marketmakerag.com. Oh,